Warning. This show may contain spoilers. Please check the show notes before listening. Thank you. Ready? Yep. Hi, I'm John. I'm not an expert. Oh, technology. Like that. As soon as it touched the back of my throat, I went. Ah. <laughs> Oi! No. Hi, I'm Rob. I know other people don't like it, but I, I love it. My God, the guy's mm. a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. incredible that this stuff happens on the screen now. That just makes me. I'm just so full of joy. And you're listening to... Ooh, Electric Shock! (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where two old mates catch up after a 20-year gap. I'm still 18. Yeah, I I feel exactly the same. (laughs) Is that different? That's why we're here, talking about comics and stuff. (laughs) It's nice to catch up every week, isn't it? Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Rob. And you're listening to... Ooh, Electric Shock. Yay! Episode 16. Can't believe we're at 16. Yeah. Every week I say we can't believe in that number. I know. But But we can't. We're still here doing it. it. Doing this nonsense. Still Still hanging on. Yeah. Um, So, this week's show. This week's show. So... My little list. I I can't get my little list. Where's my list gone? Here it is. We talked about the Eternals trailer. Yeah. We also briefly spoke about a film set in Dover called After Love. Oh, yeah. That neither of us have seen. So, no. you know, just can't really recommend it. And we chatted about Dover a lot, which might not make the edit. Might, yeah, <laughs> not make the edit, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> not interesting if you're not local. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not local, you don't care. And even if you um, are, it's probably not that interesting. You know, <laughs> blokes who don't live there talk about a place they used to live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not holding anyone's attention. No. Um, I spoke about that book I, I read, V2, by Robert Harris. Yeah. And and we also spoke about... Uh, what was did we speak about? Um Oh, uh, well, we spoke about my holiday, which is yeah. great for me. Yeah. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy, which I finished. Yeah. Um, and we spoke about Modoc. Yeah. And you spoke about... Uh, Revolution in my head? Yeah, Revolution in the head. Yeah. In the head. By Ian MacDonald. A book yeah. about the Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> if you look it up on Amazon, <laughs> it says author MacDonald, author Ian Oh, it's like, okay. it's, I don't know why. You know, sometimes Amazon just, I don't know, the whole algorithm doesn't work. <laughs> we spoke about the Icelandic entry to Eurovision 2021. We did, which, yeah. Is, which is my homework, really. Daddy Flug, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Definitely worth awesome. checking out. Um, we spoke a little bit about, we chatted a bit about Star Wars, didn't we, in the Mandalorian. We got into that yeah. finally a little bit. Mm. Just yeah. off of a tangent. Yeah. That was a good place to go. Good place to explore. A uh, little bit about 
Uh, I'd watched I've watched the first episode of Dave, following on from Rob's Jeez. recommendation last week. Uh, I've actually seen all of Mayor of Easttown, but Rob and I've overtaken Rob. <laughs> He's not seen the last episode yet, so Shocking. that one I'll have to wait. Yep. Um, and you had some sort of upcoming movies that you mentioned that you'd oh, yeah. seen. A couple of movies, to seen yeah. trailers um, for and stuff. That yeah, good. Infinite and uh, pre pre. No, not pre. Reminiscence. Reminiscence. New Jackman's new film. Looks looks really interesting, actually. Yeah. We answered a, a listener's question. We did. And we had a voicemail from a member of the Star Trek The Next Generation cast. With, with obviously, some comedy Some involved. comedy and good recommendations. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with a discussion of Sweet Tooth. Yes. And possibly... A recommendation of the Kaminsky method as well, which does look good. Yeah. So. Hmm. So now you don't have to listen to the rest of it. There you go. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Magic. All right then. Well, um, enjoy the enjoy show. Enjoy the show. I think we did that at the same time. I think we did. We're like Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> We just do it, got to do it in harmony next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've got that. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. <laughs> that would be art at the end, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'll just link all those together in the mix. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool. All right, then, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the nonsense and um, get in touch if you so desire. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Enjoy. Yeah. Whichever. Bye. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye. Joy. <laughs> Bye, Jove. Hello. Hello, mate. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right, mate. Hello. Hello. So, t-shirt check. Yeah, hang on. What have we got? We got Captain America. We got Shield. Well, hang on. It's is it Captain America Shield with it's loads of uh, various Captain Cap America pictures images. Yeah. Oh wow, that is cool. All like sort of um, classic, sort of uh, Kirby and Sal Bashima kind of artwork. Oh wow, that is cool. I've yeah. got I've just got a normal T-shirt on. Oh, you know what? It's it's just a. I think someone bought it for me for a birthday. Oh, or something. Very summery though, isn't no, it? It is surf life. Surf life, Pacifica State. Yeah. Very nice, mate. It's yeah. nice blue. It is a nice. It's a nice T-shirt. Yeah. Um, but you know when that you know we were talking about um, uh, was it a Swedish artist who draws lovely landscapes and then puts something quirky within it. Yeah, yeah, Simon Stalinhag. Yeah, Stalinhag. I, I, I'd looked at loads of his stuff after we last spoke about him, and uh, it's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. But I just think this is the sort of T-shirt that needs, you know, within it, that yeah. needs to be, I don't know. A tripod or something. Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> something end of the world that <laughs> no one expected. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How's your week been? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good, thanks. Yeah, um, what been up to? Cold uh, showers. Cold showers. Yeah, every day? C- cold showers. Uh, the right. the healthy eating. 
good. Uh, the exercise, yeah, it's um, it's um, I've started the um, the more intense yoga stuff. Right. Oh, okay. Now that everything's all right, blood pressure wise and everything, so okay. So that's all good. Right. So um, yeah, just trying to build up some strength. Okay. But yeah, it's good. It's been it's been it's been good. Uh, went out last night. Oh. Me and Joe went out uh, over to uh, my mate Jay and his right. other half's place. Right. Sat out in Dover. They live um, Elms Vale. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. At the top of the hill. You know when we used to do our cross-country runs? <laughs> yeah, up there. Yeah, sort of, uh, you know the um, you know the main drag? Yeah, yeah. Sort of up one of the sides, up the hill towards oh, okay. the back of the school. Oh, so right. yeah, so and they've got a lovely view. They've got like a nice patio and a nice view out oh, across cool. across the hills and saw Spitfires flying over and really wow yeah yeah Beautiful. and I had a few beers which was nice after three weeks of, uh, of being no good beer. yeah that's yeah. so impressive and and did you find you were getting merry quicker after three weeks of no oh beer? oh yeah. yeah I mean I'm not a, I'm not a massive drinker anyway to be honest and mm. um, but. I really felt the first one and the second one. I was like, whoa, I'm going to have to pace myself a little bit. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, it was lovely. It was a bit like being on holiday. Oh, man. And we had cool. like nice um, Turkish food. Oh, wow. Like grilled meats and salads. And it was really lovely. It really felt like being on holiday. It was great. I think this weather is just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Finally. Finally. Coming up. I'd say your dad was a little bit late with his forecast. He was. He yeah. did say May, yeah. but yeah. I think we'll forgive him given yeah. it's arrived now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? I I don't know if you spotted this or not, but a film has come out. I think it's called After Love, right? And it, it's set in Dover. Oh really? It's set in Dover and Calais. Okay. And uh, I mean, it's a bit of a depressing subject. It's not really about Dover per se, but, right? But. Um, the story is uh, a woman whose husband works on the ferries. Okay. Um, he dies and she discovers that he's got a second life in Calais. So ah, he's, okay. he's kind of got this woman in Calais and he's had her. Right. And, um, but it's, there's, uh, I mean, clearly, I don't know. I've, I've, I've kind of feel the need to watch it to find out how much Dover features. <laughs> yeah. But definitely the, the cliffs and uh, the ferries and all that are in yeah. the advert. Right, right. So, um, yeah, looks a bit of a not necessarily <laughs> an exciting movie. You no, know, it's not a Marvel. You know, no. um, <laughs> social realism. I think it is. is that what they call okay. it? Okay, yeah. Um, which sort of suits Dover down to the ground. I well, think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Do you? Do, I mean, do you think of Dover as your hometown? No. 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 No, I don't. No. Where do, you, where do you think of your hometown? Um, I think of um, um, where I grew up till I was about 10. Right. Which is, yeah. um, uh, well, Raynham. Mm. Just outside yeah. Raynham, uh, yeah. Parkwood, which is yeah. where I grew up. That's, that's kind of what feels like my, my home, where I'm really from. Mm. Yeah. Because I didn't want to leave when we moved away. No. I kind of was like, oh, no. Mm. And it took me a while to settle down yeah. down in uh, near Dover. Yeah. Are 
anyway, I, I made a list this week. Did oh, you? Because well, I, 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 I was I, away. So did I. Oh, good. What but What it, have you got? Well, I was going to ask you about your week away first. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, actually. Um, so having, it's funny, I, John O'Neill contacted me because I'd mentioned that we we're going to stay in a treehouse in Wales. Yeah. And uh, he said, have you, have you never seen uh, the Simpsons treehouses of horror? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, um, it was just, uh, honestly, we were so lucky because we got, we went down on the Tuesday and the weather was fantastic. And we arrived there about five-ish. And it was set in, on a hillside. And that part, I mean, I don't, I don't know Wales very well at all. But um, that kind of Shrewsbury into Wales towards uh, Welshpool. Right. It's like really scenic. It's very hilly. Yeah. But it's kind yeah. of hillocky. You know, that kind of... Right. Um, and so, yeah, where, we, where our sort of treehouse was, was on a kind of one of these hills mm. looking out. Over okay. sort of valleys. Oh, lovely! Uh, and because uh, they, because the tree has it's, these places are fab because they just make them super quirky for you. Yeah. Um, and so there's like a a veranda that's the, that, that was really the treehousey bit because actually the building itself was kind of on the land on the ground. Uh, okay. Right. And um, but they there was a pair of binoculars. Supposed to sound like a proper pervert, doesn't it? <laughs> but. But not that you could see anybody's houses, but you could use the binoculars, and it's fab because you could see all through the valleys and stuff. Right, right. And um, and it, and so when the sun is shining, honestly, it was just absolutely glorious. Oh, mate. And um, so yeah, and we sort of we kind of self-catered for most of it until the final night, the Thursday night, when we went out to this pub that was. Honestly, that's probably one of the worst pub meals I've ever had. Oh, no, was it? <laughs> just, oh, what a shame. Yeah, because, you know, pubs look, it looked like one of these sort of gastro pubby places that we turned up. Okay. And, you know, got some beer and it was nice. We went out the back. And uh-huh. and when the food turned up, the first starter, you think, hmm, might have had a night off, you know. Right. W- w- what did you go for for a starter? Well, we went with this uh, poached egg uh-huh. uh, with kind of that thinly sliced you know, Italian ham type stuff. Oh, yeah. A um, couple of, what are they called? I'm not very good with food. Uh, well, and so the poached egg and, and kind of a mushy pea thing. Oh, okay. Which you, right. you know, in certain circumstances really can work. Yeah. And um, it was just, it, I mean, you can't mess up a poached egg, to be fair. That was all right. Okay. But, but the, the mushy pea stuff wasn't good. Right. You know, right. think, mm, okay, well, maybe some people, maybe this is how they do it in Wales. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Welsh peas. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what they're like. Yeah. And then um, and then the main course, I had uh, chicken katsu curry, which oh, yeah. isn't, isn't very Welsh, but I thought, oh, no, it's kind of just what I fancied, really. And yeah. Kate, Kate went for, <laughs> she, wa- she wanted a chicken burger, but okay. without the bun. Right. Uh, and it's meant to come with salad and, lo- and there's lots of description around this food. So mine, I uh, think, okay. was meant to come with a Japanese hot mayo. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting as well. And all this. Yeah. Anyway, food comes out. Mm. Um, st- for starters, <laughs> Kate doesn't get a chicken burger. She gets a normal burger. Oh. And it's literally a burger with, with cheese on and chips. And that's it. There's nothing else oh. with it. Okay. And my chicken katsu curry was just literally a mound of rice with the chicken sliced over in the sauce, and there was nothing nothing else with it at all. Right. And it just wasn't very good. Oh. You know when you 
I mean, I mean, I've eaten Weatherspoons because you know it's cheap and it's all right, you know. Right. But it wasn't as good as that, really. Oh, it's oh just, God. So, and it, I, it's one of those again. You don't know really know the area, but about I suppose about half eight, nine o'clock. Clearly, everyone who'd been doing rugby training in the evening all, all piled into the pub as well. Okay. We thought actually this isn't the pub it's advertising itself to be. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. actually a bit of a yeah. locals pub, which yeah. is quite, you know I'm not, yeah. not you know beer was good. Yeah. Uh, but it was you know we just leave thinking hmm, not what I expected, and we yeah. booked as well and on the on the basis that this was quite a good local pub. And okay. Clearly, oh dear. You know, anyway. Maybe the others were even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, uh, you know. So, the King's Head in Myford, don't bother. Right. Oh give, it, give it it's a, a one skip. star. Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad reviews. Oh, um, mate. Won't mm. be getting sponsored by them then. No, no, no. Well, maybe unless there's some kind of whole movement where, you know, Sports Direct sponsor us and the King's Head in Myford just because they get a mention somewhere. Um, <laughs> I don't know, um, but otherwise it was great. We had a we had a really lovely time because oh, we good. did some cycling. We went up the Elam Valley, which is three reservoirs, and actually that's quite good cycling when you can okay. do those kind of fairly relatively flat rides. Right. And um, of course, Kate's got an electric bike now, so it's cruising for her. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But it's good. It was good. It's about twenty miles we did, and that was Brilliant. cool. Nice. And you know, you know the way it's really good with reservoirs because you kind of see the the river and you're following it up. Yeah. But every time you get to the next reservoir, it's like a different world. Do you okay. know what I mean? It's sort of you're below the reservoir and it's yeah. certain countryside. Okay. Then you sort of scoot up to the edge of the next reg- reservoir and it's sort of because you're uh, slightly more elevated, the landscape's that little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, we did the last one, and actually it's relatively flat at the top of the last one we went up. And again, yeah. it just looked very different again. Yeah. It's kind of, I thought it was quite a good little, it was a good little cycle ride, actually. Yeah, lovely. Bombed it back down. And then, yeah, went back down as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> Although, Kate gets a bit scared going downhill, so, you know, right. I, I bombed down and she sort of <laughs> catches up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little electric. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So that was good. Oh, mate, that and sounds lovely. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Nice to so just so get. So you nice recommend the place to stay? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's called the Dragon Cruck. C R U C K, and you can book it through Canopy and Stars, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful. And you know that this sort of the people who run it are just like just turn up settle in you probably won't see us at all yeah and it's kind of like okay and we didn't see him at all <laughs> it's you know because they were cam- well camouflaged yeah yeah it's wonderful <laughs> got one of these got these kind of um what do they call them like uh everything's sort of supernatural super, not supernatural as in supernatural but right. very natural yeah, yeah um so there's got like a compost toilet and stuff okay yeah you know it's yeah. got all that kind of thing going yeah very on. sort of eco yeah kind of vibe. yes super, super eco nice uh, nice mm. yeah so do you so feel suitably yeah. refreshed from having a little bit of a break bit of time off well, yeah, yeah. I think it's just, it's really important to get away from work for a bit, you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've been just non-stop, really, since um, since the first lockdown, really. Right, I'm right. Not, not been working, because there's so, sort of no point in having any time off, really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think it's good. The trouble is, of course, you end up working. I worked all weekend, long weekend, to be ready to go. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then you come back and you've got 200 emails, you know what I mean? And, yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's still good. Still good to have a break. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Well, Joe's had a week off, so... Oh, is she so good? that's been kind of good, yeah. Yeah. And obviously with the bank holiday. Yeah. Um, and the weather was nice. That was all right. And um, mm. and then uh, we went over to sort out some of my old stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. In my folks' garage. Yeah. And was uh, got rid of loads of stuff. I did a, uh, a two runs to the tip. Yeah. Um, a couple of runs to the charity shops. Got rid yeah, of tons good. of books and Yeah. But then I realised just how many graphic novels I've got. Right. Wow. It's crazy. I've got boxes and boxes of them. <sighs> yeah. And because um, I knew I had lots of comics. Um, but I didn't realise just quite how many graphic novels I'd gathered over the years. Got hundreds of the buggers. Yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I've got to work out yeah. what to do with him. I don't know. Because I know, there's, you know, there's not many that I would reread. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna. I've already got the space here to to keep them all. No. So I've got to work out what to do with those, whether to uh, try and stash them away somewhere or or just get rid of them. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? We we we're getting rid of loads of books because. Mm. Just don't need to hang on to them now. Yeah, you know? just kind of yeah. feel it's just too too much space, isn't it? And with things like Kindle and that kind of stuff, it's yeah. You know, I've been um, getting books on that now. Really, I don't really buy physical books unless they're not on Kindle. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. I found some really cool stuff. Mm. You know, stuff that I'd forgotten about or old photographs and things like that. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. A couple of uh, board games that I've forgotten that I had. Oh, good. Which are still intact and all the bits are still there. So I've been sorting through those. Things like that yeah. I'll keep. Yeah. Add to my ever-growing board game collection. Excellent. Yeah. Are you, in, are you, into, are you into board games? No, not really. I mean, we've, we, we had a bit of a... We, we occasionally do board games. When we, we did some during lockdown. Yeah. Um, I think I said we, we got fed up with Monopoly because Jack kept winning and it was just right. irritating. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we'd we often have, after we'd had a few drinks, we'd play that, uh, what's that terrible game? Get for <laughs> what's it? It's Cards Against Humanity. You oh, played that? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, incredibly funny, but yeah. disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> sort is, of ashamed yeah. of yourself for laughing so much, aren't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh... Well, funnily enough, we just bought the family edition that's just <laughs> come out. <laughs> oh, that's it. Excellent. Yeah, we were playing that last week. <laughs> oh, good. Is it? Is it good? Is it? It's like... really good. Yeah, it's the same game essentially, <laughs> yeah. but the cards are a, a little bit milder than the, <laughs> than the, uh, the normal version. But it's a lot of poop jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that that's sort good. of thing. It's kind yeah. of you know, and hmm. kids have written some of them. <laughs> Right, okay. So it's, got, it's aimed for like eight-year-olds and sort of upwards, really. Okay, that sounds um, And um, But yeah, it's largely poop jokes. <laughs> Superb. Yeah, but it is funny. And yeah. so we played it with uh, my daughter, who's 
eleven, nearly twelve. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Joe's son <laughs> Reese is twenty one, and we yeah. had uh, we had a really good laugh. It was oh, uh, good. It was really good fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were some really funny ones. <laughs> and um, yeah, but there were one certain ones. In the in you could still make some fairly rude yeah. things if you chose, you know, depending right. on the context. Mm-hmm. Um, they do advise you to go through them and check and right. you know, take out any ones you think are a little bit too too much for your kids or whatever, yeah. depending on what they're like. But um, yeah, that's that's really good fun. It was it was great. Oh, cool! I enjoyed that a lot. So no mention of Jimmy Savile, things like that. No, not like in the other one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, it's not nowhere near as wrong as the other one. <laughs> but that is a laugh after a few drinks. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, no, yeah, family. F- yeah, <laughs> recommend it. Recom- oh, can't speak today. It's because I was out drinking last night. <laughs> That'd be it. I recommend Cards Against Humanity Family Edition. That's good. Yeah. Well, we're at that point where we can kind of play it with Poppy because she's 16. Right, think. yeah. Right. We can. Yeah. And certainly she finds it incredibly embarrassing and funny, so that kind of makes that the rest adds of us to laugh. It, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can embarrass them. Yeah. Uh, it's always wonderful. Yeah. One of my favourite reactions is, oh, God, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have you got a gig coming up? Got your first Got our first gig next Saturday. Woo wedding. And we've got a rehearsal well, Saturday coming now. Right. Um and then we've got a rehearsal Friday night. Like a technical cool. rehearsal just to make yeah. sure all our gear works and everything and run through mm-hmm. the songs again. Yeah. So um and we've got a bunch of new songs to learn that we're putting right. in the set. Okay. Um, That's cool. Some really good ones, actually. I'm quite excited about playing. Good. We're doing Hella Good by No Doubt as one of them, which is a great track. All right, okay, cool. Uh, a bit a bit more rocky than the normal kind of funky sort of disco-y kind of stuff that we do. But, right, um, okay. But yeah, it's going to be great to to get back together and, and play again. And then that's it, really, after after the after this weekend. This this weekend just gone really is our, the last weekend I've got off now until yeah. October something like right. that right wow bloody hell so I'm going to be out every every Friday Saturday night for the foreseeable now wow which is great finally get yeah. back to work finally we've got a first Lucky 13's gig on the 25th oh okay which is at a festival oh right enough, a little festival cool. near Canterbury called the Found Town Festival the Found Town Festival. Yeah, cool. it's a little two-day festival run by um, uh, some local musicians, and right. um, yeah, we're on. The, that was our first ever gig. Oh, was it? Wow. Yeah, back in uh, well, two years ago. Yeah. That was our first, very first gig. Was at that festival. And how does it work? Do you have like a agent? Oh, I think we've discussed this before. Have you got like a you got an agent? Someone represents you. No, no. No. So, but the music company, do they get involved with setting you up with anything? Or, or do you just have to um, self-find self these things? We're, yeah, well, we're lucky in that, you know, one of the main guys in the band, Dudley's a um, part of one of 
you know, the hats that he wears is as, as a as a tour manager. So oh, okay. he gets um, artists from the States over to do UK tours and stuff like that. Oh, right. So he's really well connected when it comes to um, venues and um, how to run tours and stuff like that. So yeah. he's got a lot of experience. So he's really good at getting these things set up. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, the the label more to do with um, funding the recording and the production right. of the album, okay, um, and getting it out there. Mm. Uh, but this, they have been talking about possibly arranging like a US tour and stuff like that for next Whoa. year. Bloody hell! Or US some tour, dates mate. in Europe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. It would be great. Yeah, it'd be a dream come true. Yeah. But um, we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm not trying to get not to get too excited about that in case it yeah. doesn't happen. But yeah, but yeah, it's um, and we're busy putting a new video together for the next single. But yeah, the so yeah, well the gigs kick off. I've got to wait till August for a Majestic Twelve gig though, right? Because they clash with the other gigs. Yeah. So I have to take the wedding ones because that's what pays the bills. Mm. Um. So uh, they either go out as a three-piece or with another bass player, a friend of ours. Right. So okay. it's all good. It'll work. It's fine. Yeah. But I really love playing in that band. So I kind of, I'm really excited about getting back to doing that yeah. as well. But yeah, mm. I think August sometime will be the first one. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that'll be me for the foreseeable yeah. doing that. I, I tell you, you know, last week... What we what we didn't talk about was the new Eternals. Oh, the uh, new Eternals trailer. trailer. Yeah. yeah, no, we didn't talk about we it. Didn't did talk. We? I can't Forgot. believe we missed that. Yeah, and I so aside from the fact, I think it looks. I mean, you know, we said about expectations. I think I'm just getting carried away about this film. Right. I, I just my expectations are so high. Okay. Having seen the advert. Right. I for me, I I loved that. Um, Cersei and what's his name? Richard Madden, the character. Oh yeah. Um, they're clearly doing one one of those love stories through time. That's part of the right thing. That's going to be you know, and I love all that. That's always from a comic book perspective. Um, I don't know whether you ever read um, uh, that Bendis uh, and Oming. Do you remember that? Uh, he used to do that. Those two detectives. Oh, they made it into a TV series briefly with that chat from South Africa. We have spoken about this in the past, not on the podcast. I don't okay. Um, powers. Powers. Oh, Powers, yeah. 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 And uh, Bendis did a really great sort of caveman to modern day story right. in that. Right. And uh, there's, there's obviously an element of that going on. Okay. But I have a theory. Hmm. You know, in the final bit of the trailer where. Richard Madden suggests that he could lead the Avengers. Now yeah, that Iron and Man. they all laugh. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's complete. You know the way Marvel completely makes stuff up in the adverts. What in the trailers? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I I think that's I think that's n- I don't I don't reckon that's what they're talking about at all. Okay, that's my that's my theory. Okay, okay. Yeah, they've they've sent us wrong before. They've shot whole yeah. things that aren't even in the movies, haven't they? <laughs> they have, yeah, changed the background completely, or yeah, there was that whole like everybody charging towards the camera thing for Avengers, wasn't there? For Infinity War, yeah, never that's wasn't right. in it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a real shot. No, 
So, um, yeah, you, I, I've, I was left a little nonplussed by the trailer, oh, to be honest, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was a little a little bit underwhelmed. Oh, well, that's, well, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I just love the, the idea that they are this kind of positive force through mankind's development. Yeah. And that somehow they're looking at us and going, actually, these, these guys have got real potential. We've just got to help them. Mm. Also, there's a bit with a chap on a horse or someone on a horse. Well, I just, I just can't. I don't know. Maybe I just need to watch it frame by frame. But I've okay. not got that obsessed yet. <laughs> but is that is that the Black Knight? Is that? Oh, I don't know. I I wasn't. I wasn't sure because obviously Kit Harrington is featured. Yeah, in the advert, and yeah, he is the I Black Knight. It, I guess it must be. I yeah. I just haven't. Um, oh, Kate's coming in. Hey. I don't know what she wants. She's moving very slowly. It's as if you can't hear her if she moves slowly. <laughs> it's all right. She's, she needed a charger for a laptop. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Freddie's out as well, so there you go. Little interruption there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll have to have yeah. another look at it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. did watch it a couple of times, but I was just like, hmm, I don't know. Oh. You know what? I've, I'm I'm so taken with it. I I actually thought okay. the music at the end. I thought, oh god, this is just real powerful music as well. Okay. The classical. They've obviously come up with a, you know, they've got a theme tune. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I thought, ah, oh, this this looks so awesome. Yeah. And I and I I don't I don't know why I don't really like Angelina Jolie. What okay. is it about her that? It's her rubbery face, I think, that I find <laughs> irritating. Um, but even she looked like she's good in it. So, um. okay. Well, we shall yeah, see. I'll have to. I'll have to have another another look at mm. it. Yeah, I've been obsessing about that. I've only watched the advert about fifteen times. So oh, okay. You know. Yeah, I need to have another look. Not not too into it. But, um, but yeah, no, I wanted to mention that, and then uh, I, I I actually wrote a list of my. Email and emailed it to myself of topics to discuss. Okay. Uh, so, oh, and um, while I was away, I read a really good book. Oh, okay. So, um, I read a book called V2 um, by Robert Harris. Oh, and, the uh, Silence of the Lambs guy? Uh, no, that's um, Thomas Harris, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, what's, what's with the Harris thing? Yeah. It's a popular book name, is it? Book author name, isn't it? Yeah, it's about um, Robert Harris has written some fantastic books, and um, he wrote this book during lockdown, apparently. Right. Um, but it's I, I love a story that's based around a true story. You know what I mean? Or real yeah. historical events, and it's the tale of um, the Germans bombing London with these V two rockets. Oh yeah. And um, and it. And it's you know it's a very, it's a really good you know historically accurate but fictional characters, and um, and clearly it's not a long read because I read it over three days and uh, and not obviously I wasn't reading all the time, um, but it's uh, it took me down the rabbit hole because the that rocket program of the Germans was run by a chap called Werner von Braun Brown, mm -hmm. who 
actually, weirdly enough, in comic book terms, he's one of the stars of the Manhattan projects that Jonathan Hickman wrote. Okay. It's <laughs> totally bonkers. Like, right. properly bonkers. But depending on how you look at von Braun, Braun, Braun he, uh, he was either a Nazi, because mm. he joined the SS, or he was just a man who basically wanted to get the Germans on the moon. Right. And, um, and so he just convinced the Nazis to fund him. And, of course, there's lots of other uses for rockets. So, yeah. and, and at the end of the war, he managed to make sure that he uh, handed himself over to the Americans and made a deal to take him and his people to America to continue the rocket program. And ultimately, he's the man behind the Apollo missions. Right. And, uh, and, and many people think that America would never have got to the moon without him. Because he's a rocket scientist, ultimately. Yeah. But, I mean, massively controversial man. Because mm. clearly, you know, when part of the the story is might be fictional, but the facts within it are very true. And and um, there was a lot of manufacture of rockets by slave labour by the Nazis, which is just terrible. I mean, they're just killing people. And von Braun was clearly aware of all this. Mm. Um but ultimately, I guess redeemed himself with the Americans. But it's yeah, it's a really, really good, really good book. Cool. Um, I suppose I'm sort of giving some of it, some of it away with that. But the story, really, the thriller of the thrill of the story is because he's a good thriller writer, Robert Harris. Right. And, uh, it doesn't. I don't think that really. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like saying we don't know who won the war, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> sorry, spoiler. <laughs> oh, we won the war. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so they still they stopped bombing us now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, but I I didn't know anything. I didn't have to say I didn't know anything about all that kind of stuff. So it was, um, yeah, you know, on Wikipedia straight after to find out who these people really were. Which yeah. Is yeah. Extraordinary. It's an extraordinary story, actually. I'm surprised in a way there hasn't been more made of it. But I think actually, you know that thing you mentioned to me that's on Apple TV for all mankind, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a character in that. Oh, okay. That he turns makes up. Sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be. Um, I'll definitely be checking that out in July. Okay. When I uh, take out the Apple subscription for Ted Lasso. <laughs> Good shout. Um, but yeah, it's getting crazy, isn't it? Having to have all these different subscriptions. <sighs> it's it's, it's just so, so expensive. Well, you know that. Yeah, it's. There's, there's too many, isn't there, really? Mm. I, I do think Apple's output, though, is just everything they do is top-notch, isn't Appa it? Yeah, it does seem to be good quality. Mm. Yeah. But, um, and just when I think I'll probably sack Netflix off, they bring something good out. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of... Yeah. It's a tricky one. I, I didn't tell you, I did finish Jupiter's Legacy. You did? I, I carried on with it's it, It's been yeah. cancelled, did you see? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was your feeling then? With the whole well, thing, I thought actually co comic book wise, it's very accurate, mm. but it just—I don't know because there's a there's a, so not to ruin it, but there is a twist at the end. Okay, right at the end of this whole six episodes, there's a twist. Right, but they even managed to make that seem not that exciting. Okay, <laughs> which is you know when you think yeah. <gasps> you know, because I knew that was coming because I'd read it, so yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of looking at the other, you know, everyone else is watching, it thinking, oh, yeah. oh, there's a oh. twist coming, there's yeah. a twist coming. 
<laughs> and, um, and it's like, and it happens, and everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you see, what, what a bloody waste. Cause yeah, yeah. It is, I yeah. know it, is, it, it goes on, and it is a good story. Mm. I don't know why. They're, they're just not the, it must be the pace. It must be the, I don't know. I, I suppose when you look at how Marvel do it, they throw everything at it, don't they? Yeah. There's a sense of absolute commitment to the cause, yeah. probably with everyone who's involved. Yeah. Because, I don't know, the material's wonderful and you want to make it amazing. Yeah. With Jupiter's Legacy, it was almost a bit like, oh, it's all right. Mark Miller's written us a story. All we've got to do is film it. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. Doesn't always translate, though, does it? it no. I think, there's, I think there's a bit of a... I think it's very, very difficult... Or it seems to be very difficult to make a very, very serious superhero TV show yeah. or movie. Mm. You know, DC have struggled. Yeah. You know, the good. Yeah. I think one of the things about Marvel is they know at heart it's all a bit silly. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, they know it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very difficult to to get that to work it can work things like mm. Watchmen the TV show I thought was very successful oh that was awesome um, and you know um, like Daredevil was good yeah you know there, you can you can be serious um, about it but I think it's a very difficult line to walk yeah it is and I I don't know yeah I you would think with the amount of money they had to spend to make that Jupiter's legacy, because it can't have been cheap. No, they clearly I mean, spent money on it. Yeah, I mean Netflix, Netflix bought Mark Miller's comic book company. Yeah, you know, on the yeah. basis that they get all this kind of wonderful content mm. that they could make into something special. I, I just think perhaps they just followed it too closely, yeah. thinking that it would translate easily. Yeah, and it needed a bit more effort. Yeah. Um, it just didn't seem to have much energy about it. No. From and, what and I, I saw. And I think actually the older characters aren't very likeable. Mm. I think if that um, uh, Josh de Hamel, whatever his name is, um, mm. if he'd have been a bit quirkier and a bit nicer, right? I think that's all it would have taken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard but to identify with anybody, isn't it? Yeah, which is weirdly probably possibly why Batman versus Superman fell because the older Batman, who's cynical and older, mm. not as much fun, is it? No, exactly. Not as not as interesting. Mm. It is it is when you're reading comics, but yeah. I don't doesn't doesn't scan maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, actually, I th I think in the comic thing, the next chapter which is the story of Sky Fox, which they kind of just kind of pass by, really, in Jupiter's Legacy. Mm. Well, they sort of pass by, and they sort of don't in subsequent episodes after what you see. Um, you've seen. But um, that's a really good story because he plays Sky Fox as a brilliant character. Because mm. I, I think he's, he's trying to... He becomes real a real human rights man, basically. Yeah. You know, he starts, you know, he's back in Martin Luther King and all this kind of stuff. And, of course, the others don't like it. He's getting too involved. That's breaking the rules. 
And uh, I seem to remember that just being a really good, really good tale. But hey, we're not going to see it now, so yeah, shame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, I mean, there's there's going to be misses, isn't there? Yeah, you know, it's um, yeah. I don't know if I bother watching the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, I I I'd like to say that you've missed something, but you haven't. No, it does. That's, it's that's just kind of what I'd heard. Mm. Because actually, it, it should be, <laughs> it should be so much better. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. 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 Well. Have, oh, have um, I'm, I've got a list here. I've got uh, finished watching Mayor of East Town. Have you finished it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't finished. I haven't seen oh. the final episodes. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I can't believe it. You're ahead of me. <laughs> Oh, man. Took you on the final lap, mate. I know, I know. And this has been weeks of my watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and weeks, I've literally seen the weeks. whole thing in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say that I have not come across anyone who doesn't think that Kate Winslet has just been utterly oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, that's all anyone's talking about. Yeah. About that show, about incredible she is. What yeah. a great performance. So, yeah, well, yes. I won't say anything then, mate. No, well. Have to wait until uh, next time to talk about that one. I'm at the end of episode six, so we've just got to watch the final episode. The final episode. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very good. <laughs> very good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it is very, very good because everything else is about well, it has been yeah, very, very yeah, good. It's, yeah, it's, so, it's good. It all, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's satisfying to watch. Good. Okay. Oh, I watched the first episode of Dave. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really good. I'm definitely going to watch the rest of them. Oh, you've got it, mate. Yeah, no, I loved it. Some of it, some of it is just, I can't wait to talk to you about a certain <laughs> thing as well. So yeah, we'll okay. have to come back yeah. to that. I'll carry on with those. Yeah, I really enjoyed that first episode. I thought it was did, he, did he do some rapping in it? He did, yeah, right yeah. at the end. Yeah, oh. they, kept, they kept you waiting. Yeah, yeah. And he was with um, YG in the studio and they That's were giving it. him crap. And then, yeah. and then yeah. he, he, he t- the, the guy just started playing a beat and he just jumped on it he goes for it and yeah he was really good oh, I know <laughs> and that's they were really like, Whoa. oh yeah 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 that's brilliant <laughs> he's such a funny character it is so funny yeah <laughs> he's just sort of like unrelentingly I like I like the honesty in it do you know what I mean yeah he, he's oh. not even trying to play the game he's just like no utterly being himself yeah no yeah. matter how you know he's totally open about how, how awkward it all is <laughs> he's just he's, he's, he's really so self-aware good. it's brilliant yeah that's right yeah and his, yeah. The, his relationship with his friend and his and his girlfriend and that oh, is really funny as well it's brilliant isn't it yeah it's brilliant really funny show and it, I like yeah it I, li- I like it it's very oh yeah it's that's self-aware it's very open about everyone's views and opinions yeah and yeah and he just accepts everything yeah <laughs> fair enough <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's very nice. good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it opens with that whole conversation with the doctor about his uh, his foreskin situation. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's yeah, it's it's sort of I don't know, unexpectedly crude, isn't it? Yeah, but, but it's very, again, very sort of, funny. Yeah, unbelievably blunt. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't let that put anyone off. That's the thing. Because I think there's a lot of, there's a lot in this 
little series of his yeah, that is yeah. just just brilliant, brilliantly funny. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of got me into looking at um there's a lot of this, isn't there, where a comedian is kind of has done quite well as a stand up or like a rapper like mm. little Dicky, who they just get people someone at a studio will say, Well, why don't we make that into a TV show? Yeah. Because we watched the Aquafina series where I think it's, it's something from Queens, I think it's called. Um, and that is really funny. Aquafina is very, very funny anyway. And um, she's going to be, a, well, she already is a pretty big star, I think, isn't she? Um, she's the, she's in uh, that Ryu and the Dragon. And, yeah. Uh, and Aquafina. I'm not going to spell it correctly, which is going to completely <laughs> make it too difficult for me to possibly look her up. Uh, Ryu and the Last Dragon is probably the better way to find. Well, she's she's in the new Shang Chi film, isn't she? Oh, is she? Yeah, she's the kind of comedy sidekick. Oh, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, I mean, she, that's going to make her a massive star, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but um, and I'd like really like to see that film she's in called The Farewell, which is. Which is apparently a story about, uh, and I'm not, I don't think I'm giving anything away about um, a, a, a Korean or Korean family in America who they find out that the grandmother has got has got terminal cancer, but they don't tell her, which, right. which isn't funny. Right. But it's uh, apparently it makes for a very interesting um, and very good film. Okay. Nora from Queens, it's called. Okay, and, it, and it's a very similar type of thing as to to Dave, where right. it's just little chapters of her life, okay, and the comedic aspects of of that, right? Um, yeah, well worth it. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, um, I don't think. Uh, what else? What have I, 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 um, what else is on my little list? Modoc. Yeah. Did you see uh, Friday's one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's my favourite episode, actually. Yeah, I. I <laughs> he's he's. I mean, I, I guess it was part of the usual Marvel arc of yeah. any anything. He's learning, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's starting to learn some things. Yeah. <laughs> Empathy, <laughs> or how to manipulate people based on their weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> from his daughter. <laughs> from his yeah, daughter's from gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable! Yeah, uh, yeah, that's an excellent episode. I thought I like those aliens as well, and it's nice to see the brood. <laughs> it was it's nice to see the brood, which yeah, I wasn't bri- expecting, al- albeit briefly, <laughs> not in a very normal way. They won't stop partying until everyone's dead. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah, very good, very funny, and him riding Fin Fan Foom at the beginning as well. Yeah, his dream that was amazing. Comedic. Genius, really. Nice to see that. <laughs> That's your utopia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually wanted to see that. There's, uh, I think there's an X Men reference in the ta- in the utopian thing. Right. I, I it went so quickly that kind okay. of dream sequence. I thought, yeah. oh, I need, probably need to go back to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just so funny. Yeah. And, <laughs> Also, I'm pleased that there there does seem to be some darker forces at work. Yeah, yeah, that bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, that's that's probably that's that seems like a good idea because I mean, I mean, he seems pretty beyond redemption. 
doesn't he? Yeah. Generally. Yeah. He's trying to win back his wife, but it's not easy, is it, if you want to take over the world as well? <laughs> yeah, very oh. good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> his son is getting funnier. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. All that business with the <laughs> welcome to bed world or whatever. That's right. World of mattresses. Got loads. <laughs> Where the rats are trying to steal him as well. I thought yeah. that was funny. Get off me rat ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and I still think the super adaptoid is just a wonderful side character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good show, it's definitely uh I was I was trying to describe it to my mate last night. <laughs> Because <laughs> he likes all the Marvel stuff. I said, have you seen Modoc yet? He goes, no, I'm not, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I said, okay. Um. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Where to begin? Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, there's... Uh, and there's just... Yeah, well, there's still so much great Marvel stuff coming up, isn't there? I think there's going to be a point where we're a bit overwhelmed. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a sort of timetable for things like... Hawkeye and Moon Knight and She-Hulk and on it goes. Yeah. There's even a tell Wakanda Wakanda tales and stuff like that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. All sorts, so. There's the what if animated oh, thing coming I'm out. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, so much stuff. Yeah. Uh Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. Cuz that filmed. whole this the next Captain Marvel film is called Marvels, isn't it? Yeah. So they're linking it all together. Yeah. Which would be good. Yeah. Although that's going to, yeah. And Loki on Wednesday. So soon. Yeah. So soon. Yeah. Yay. It's been oh, a long um, time coming. Did you see The Bad Batch? Yeah. Have you watched that? No, I started it. Yeah. And, um, and I, and actually, I, I, I was enjoying it, but I think I was watching it with Poppy. Or okay. someone who who was just like I'm not watching this. Wasn't into it. Yeah. No, um, so I need because is the first episode like an hour and a half or something? Is that right? No, I don't think so. Is it not that long? No, I think I'm it was. A, I think it was like 40, 40, 45 minutes or something. Okay, I, don't, I need to catch up with that. I might make that a little lunchtime thing when I'm around and Poppy's not about. Yeah, I've only watched the first one. It was good. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I think I like that universe. I think animated better than I liked it in the prequels. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I do like the Clone Wars stuff and that. It just it was mm. it was what? more. You fun. know, I, yeah. I mean, I really, I, I the trouble with the f- the first three films or the new episodes one to three. Yeah, there's some really wonderful shots and footage in it. Yeah, it's just it, somehow it, a lot of it just wasn't strong enough, was it? So I was talking to, uh, with my son about this the other day because mm. they're kind of his Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know, it must be si- similar for Jack. It is, yeah. It's kind of like it, that's yeah. what they, they grew up with. Mm. You know, sort of... Um, so, just it's a bit like, you know, who your Doctor Who is, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's kind of... So he's always going to like it. Yeah. So he really likes the universe and the setting. Yeah. Uh, and the stories, but he does. It's just the way they were written and acted, really. Yeah. That that was lacking. Mm. You know, it was. 
you know, they don't age well. You know, the overuse of CGI and stuff like that, it, you know, it is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, the scripts weren't great as far as the acting goes. Yeah. And, you know, as we've talked before, they, they seem to overcome Lucas's writing in the, you know, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Return of the Jedi mm. with some kind of energy and, and sort of they yeah. just kind of threw themselves into it a little bit more whereas there was this sense of everyone being slightly awkward and feeling was, I don't really want to say these words but I'm going to say them and just sort of phoning it in a little bit yeah um, if yeah it all felt quite a lot of it I mean George Lucas has always been the cutting edge of this sort of animation come you know yeah real life people and it, it's almost like he took the experiment a little bit too far yeah um because it's uh, uh, yeah mike actually for amy and jack probably less so with poppy but yeah those first three films you know that was the universe for them yeah and they found i think they found episode four a bit slow yeah yeah five they better, would do. Yeah. you know and but yeah yeah it's hard because yeah because there's, I, th- I still think that scene. You know when they're um, Obi Wan and Anakin and uh, Queen Amidala are in that pit where where they they're kind of it's like a it's like a Roman kind like, of oh yeah like a gladiator yeah. arena yeah. sort of thing yeah when they get rescued and the and the Jedi and the clone army sort of sweep in on those ships with yeah. Yoda that I thought just special effects wise yeah I love that bit oh, I just yeah. think that oh, looks absolutely amazing yeah you know there's loads of good bits in them mm. do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. I really like the pod race yeah so do you I know. actually yeah there's, yeah there's a great sequence um, there's, there's good bits in all of them but it's mm. it's just the general overall I don't know just it just seems to be a real lack of conviction mm. yeah from the actors and you know, I'm sure they had the reasons, but to be honest, you're in a Star Wars film. There's no excuse to not just throw yourself into it. You know, I'm I'm not buying that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, there's definitely something. There's something slightly soulless about it all. Wasn't yeah, there? definitely. Um, but um, which which they did seem to get back yeah. with the 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 last three. Yeah, it definitely felt. But again, I've yeah. I'm not a fan of them either. <laughs> I, they well, definitely made a better first impression on me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm on record raving on about how much I like them on mm. various podcast appearances, but yeah. given time, because it's really difficult when, when you've um, grown up, particularly for our generation, when we were like seven, when we saw the first one, mm. and it blew our tiny minds. Yeah, exactly. And then we had to... Um, you couldn't then go and watch it again. You had to wait four <laughs> years till it was on telly. So we all saw it <laughs> once. Right. It blew yeah. our minds. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And we then just we... Just in the playground. That's and then, we yeah, do. we had to keep talking about it and buying the yeah. toys and, and acting it out and mm. reading comics and everything we could to try and keep it alive in our heads mm. for four years. And then it was on telly. Yeah. So we all watched it once again. Because there weren't any video recorders at that point, so you couldn't even tape it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then we'd seen it twice. And then we had to wait for the, you know, and then, you know, yeah. well, Empire had come out. Yeah. Which, we, again, we saw once. 
and it had Once. that that yeah. huge cliffhanging ending, which yeah. again blew our minds. I mean, then we had to wait another two, three years for the for Jedi to come out, and it was only <laughs> around then that video recorders started popping up. Yeah, exactly. Like 1983, 84. So it was yeah. kind of um, we spent all those years, you know, a good sort of. Yeah. Six, seven years just with Star Wars in our heads because there was nowhere else you could watch it except it replaying it in your own imagination. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, that's why it's so big for us. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's it's never going to be, um, it's never going to be matched. Nothing's ever no. going to have that same impact because it just, it just can't. No. Because it's a different world and you can watch something again five minutes later. I wonder, I do wonder for the people who are discovering Star Wars through the new films, I, w I wonder how important that is to them now because there's so many, so much other stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I thought Ray was, it is a great character, you yeah. know? And I, I and I, you know, I, ju I just felt the f the final film. There's no way you could hide that many of those great big <laughs> ships <laughs> on the so planet somewhere. There's so many yeah, problems, it, really, with, it, it with the last add up, film. Does it? No. Yeah. It's, um, and re really, this, uh, yeah, I don't know. It to me, I just have to categorise it as a sort of alternate universe thing. Yeah. Do you know what okay. I mean? Because mm. I can't square it with the original trilogy. I'd like to speak to JJ about that last film because I just felt somewhere in the machinery of making another Star Wars film after all the grief that poor old Ryan, what's his, Ryan Johnson got for the middle film. Mm. It just felt like, I'd, I don't know, they kind of, so, someone had a good idea or thought they had a good idea and they went with it, but mm. it, it wasn't thought through. No. No, it's a shame because, you know, I remember going to see Phantom Menace and obviously I was so excited to finally see a new Star Wars film. Yeah. And coming out going, yeah, it was great, it was great. And then it gradually sort of faded off. <laughs> and yeah. it was exactly the same with... Um, so my expectations for, like, Attack of the Clones were much lower. Yeah. And even lower for, <laughs> as a result of that film, for the next one. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, but yeah, and it's kind of, I really, you know, because I want to love it. I mm. want to love it so much Yeah. that I kind of kid myself it's better than it is. Mm. You know, I need a good few months to fucking get over myself about it <laughs> and then say, what? no, what's it really yeah. like? And the yeah. fact is, I've never watched them again. You well, know, I, I think I've watched yeah. them all once more. But it's not, you know, not like I used to do with the original trilogy, which is watch them over and over and over yeah. again. I could watch them now quite happily. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't, I've got no interest in going back and watching mm. any other Star Wars films, really, apart from the original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I always felt that they never got another Han Solo, you know? Because for me, Han Solo was my kind of hero. Luke wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he was he was so you know Harrison Ford was so good you know that was just, you know he made the whole thing more exciting more interesting yeah he was kind of like the wild card card in the mix yeah because actually the Jedi stuff 
you know, and and Alec Guinness was uh, it's kind of all well and good. And and I mean, the, actually, the thing about the Jedi was actually the th- what made it appealing was they'd really just modernised Taoism, hadn't they? Basically, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, yeah, and made it cool, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I, I don't know. I, it's, it, what is interesting is when you look at something like The Mandalorian, where they've just taken a very simple principle and said, right, what we're going to do is going to make a Western yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, how how come that... I mean, that actually look. I mean, it's probably much harder than it looks, but it looks incredibly easy, what they've yeah. done with that. Yeah. And it's been brilliant. And how Absolutely much... It's so, fan, so fantastic. To me, yeah. it's, it's the best Star Wars content since the original trilogy hands down absolutely it's, hands down. it's proper it feels like proper star wars again and and particularly this whole thing of bringing boba fett back yeah and all of that yeah. and that you know i just yeah it's just i don't know why why would that be suddenly feel like proper yeah. star wars yeah but from from the very first episode i was like yeah, yeah. this is it yeah, this, this is, is what it. i've been waiting for yeah this is Long what i imagined time. All those years ago, when yeah. we first heard about the Clone Wars, and we 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 learned that Boba Fett had been involved somehow, yeah, and and I, you just imagine these like Boba Fett adventures in your head, mm. yes, and suddenly there it is on on TV, mm. essentially, yeah. everything that I'd sort of always wanted from a Star Wars yeah. thing, it was it was all there. It was yeah. like the kind of thing I'd play in my imagination with the toys yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's kind yeah. of yeah. I try and envision the coolest thing possible. Yeah. And you got to see all the stuff that you'd always wanted to see. There's there's it was just it was so good. Fantastic. Every just single fantastic. episode, both seasons, and never yeah. mind that phenomenal final episode. Yeah, exactly. Which they kept quiet so incredibly oh. well and then just yeah. again Complete just surprise. a mind blowing thing. Yeah. And it was just just the whole thing was just so it's just so brilliant yeah it's so good and and um yeah i felt like i, got, I finally it. got my star wars back yeah yeah i felt the same way and uh, i haven't heard anything about the third season but i'm assuming that's in hand unless yeah. they're in a bit of a break or well we've got well, the, uh, we've got the kenobi series coming haven't we yeah yeah I hope sure. that's good. I really do. I mean, if, <laughs> if 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 it's done, you know, with the same approach as as the Mandalorian, then I'll, I'm sure it'd be great. Yeah, I'm sh- uh, yeah, it must be surely. Um, I love that episode with the um, Jedi who's from that the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, Ahsoka. Ahsoka, that was so yeah, good. Rosario great Dawson. casting as well. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that whole samurai vibe going on with it. Yeah. It's really that's good. Just great. I like the um I like the one with the crate dragon. Oh yeah. The first episode of season two. <sighs> and then cool the ice planet one afterwards with those oh, weird octopus oh, those spider spiders. things. Spiders. Yeah. yeah. Man. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah, just and little baby. So exciting. Yoda, honestly. Yeah, that's Coolest. that was a genius move, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean that it's interesting, isn't it? That 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 Star Wars all, you know, that that kind of the, the appeal of the non-human character, mm. like uh, you know, like Chewbacca. Yeah. You know, those ca- 
those characters that interact with the human characters. Yeah. Um, has always made it really special. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if that's part of the failing of the the final trilogy was they didn't bring in enough non-human characters yeah. still. Yeah, that's they a kept good point. Chewy. That's a good you point. You know, maybe they sh- should have done it. But then probably the, they probably felt their fingers had been burnt with... with <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think he was meant to be the new Yoda or something, wasn't he? Yeah, the new and, uh, lovable character. Yeah. That was a proper misstep, it. wasn't it? <laughs> Just a horrible racist mistake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, that whole that whole first Ugh. episode one is just terrible uh, racism all round, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because you've got the uh, Federation guys, haven't <laughs> yeah. you? They're terrible. All Japanese. Sort of, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Really does didn't it? didn't think that through, <laughs> did they? I don't think. Uh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, m- more good stuff. More good Star Wars, please. Yes, yes, please. Um, yeah, that's that, well. That's been my kind of viewing, actually. Yeah, that's well, I, that's, that's you your know, list. That's my list. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty much covered mine as well. Let's have a quick check. Oh, uh, I'm I've been reading a good book. Oh right. Uh, Revolution in the Head by Ian Macdonald. Oh okay, that's it's good. about the Beatles. Oh really? And it's fascinating. It's a book I've oh, had okay. on my bookshelf since I was at university. It was one of the oh, really? one of the books on the reading list that I never got yeah. around to reading, but always fancied reading. Okay. But obviously, in recent years, as I've mentioned before, I've developed this problem where I start reading a book and I fall asleep within about two pages. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I use my Audible credit, sponsor us Audible, um, yeah. this month to get the audio book. Okay, cool. And um, it's really, really interesting. It's right. It's quite academic. Okay. Um, I'm only, I'm only a couple of chapters in. They're quite big chapters, but um, the first chapter is read by David Morrissey. Oh right. Okay. Good. There's all different people read. A different person reads each chapter. Right. And they're okay. all like apparently big Beatles fans. Right. Cool. Um, but the first chapter is all about the context of the '60s, really, hmm. from a sort of. Um, social sort of uh, point of view really and just what was going on politically as well and um, the whole thing about the sort of um, swinging 60s yeah, and how that different from the decades prior to it you know and people's attitudes changing and all this kind of stuff yeah. it's really fascinating sort of breakdown of, of, of the world in which the Beatles kind of arrived and right. their subsequent effect on it. Yeah. Um, so that breaks all that down in enormous detail. And then into the next chapter, um, I can't remember the name of the person that's reading the next one, Ir- Irish chap. And um, okay. essentially it's like a musicological breakdown of all their music. Right. It seems from their first demo recordings. And, um, it kind of goes into so much detail about it, sort of analysing what what's happening in the music. Right. So it's like, oh, in this, when it gets to the chorus, there's an unusual shift to B flat, which is you wouldn't expect. Yeah. And and really breaks it down in, in musical terms as to what's going on and why it was sort of innovative, what they were mm. doing. 
but yeah, it's it's really really interesting. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, proper sort of geeking out just on the level of yeah. detail of it all. But it's very oh, interesting. They're cool. talking about um, the differences between Lennon and McCartney, mm. um, and how they used to work. So they would each write a song and then submit it to the other one for corrections, if you like. Okay. Yeah. And one of the reasons that it was, you know, prior to the Beatles, um, what was what would normally happen would be a performer would have songs written for them. And it was often a solo performer singing songs written by a songwriting team, which would be a lyricist and someone writing the music. Right. Okay. A lyricist and a composer. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got this band where there's two singer-performer writers yeah. making their own material. And both of yeah. them are very, very good. Yeah. Despite any formal, no formal training whatsoever. In fact, they mm. actively avoided it. Yeah. They actively avoided learning anything about music theory or reading music because they didn't want to end up um, writing what should come next rather than what they organically felt would co come next. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So they didn't want to get caught up in the mathematics of it all, really. Wow. So, um, so suddenly you've got this group with two amazing songwriters. Yeah. Who are writing songs for themselves and performing them. Yeah. But then you've got a third one in George Harrison. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got these three incredible songwriters in the same band. Mm. And then they're combining their talents, you know, it's by... It's yeah. And it's interesting in that um, one of the other things I point out is that... Um, John Lennon's style is very horizontal and Paul McCartney's is more vertical in that right. from a okay. musical point of view. Um, Lennon's melodies tend to be uh, uh, just a few notes that kind of yeah. uh, oscillate between each other. Mm. Whereas, yeah, the, there's not a lot of leaps from one note to the next. Yeah. Whereas McCartney tends to do a lot of bigger leaps from note to note. Yeah. So there's big, bigger intervals in between in yeah. the notes. So it might go boom, 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 rather than Lennon going da 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 like that. So smaller gaps between the notes. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a fascinating book. So anybody out there, I know we've got some listeners. Steve Hudson, who are big Beatles, Beatles fans, it's definitely worth um, yeah. having a having a listen to that or read it. Well, Steve would be pleased to know I've nearly finished Paul Simon. I had a, a bit cool. of a week off reading a bit of fiction, but um, I, I'm, I'm I must be close to the end because um, I, I, he's I mean, <laughs> he's a fascinating guy, Paul Simon. I mean, I, I, I've just been through the bit where he he created his own stage show. I spent five years on it, and it was a complete flop. Oh. And uh, you just think, but he, you know, he dusts himself off. Yeah. He gets a bit addicted to some drugs, but he comes, oh, okay. you know, he comes through it. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just a fa fascinating life, you know. Yeah. Um, but you can see that he, he does the music first, then does the lyrics. Okay. But he, he likes this... 
make a statement, make a slightly contradictory statement type thing to add some. Right, it's, right. It's really interesting. He's got a very well. He's got a fascinating approach. Yeah. I think. Um, and uh, and he's just done a tour. Oh, this is in the. Where am I up to? I must be in the late nineties now of his career. He's just toured with with Bob Dylan, which is um, which they were very much contemporaries when they started. Or Dylan was slightly ahead of Simon and Garfunkel, mm. um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's been, it's been very. Well, you know, you know, you read stuff and you think, I didn't know anything about this guy, so everything yeah. is, yeah, you know, it's good to, good to learn, good to know. And I, I stuck on Graceland's when we were on the car, yeah. and um, Poppy's like, "What's this?" <laughs> I'm like, "This is one of the greatest albums of all time." <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I don't think you're having you you're not allowing the music to speak to you yet, are you? Right. Just don't like it. It's just a lot of drums and stuff. It's like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> yeah. No. We, oh, I don't know. we went down a bit of a musical rabbit hole last night after a few beers. Right. Um looking at stuff on YouTube. <laughs> and um my mate Jay, he's really got into um the Icelandic Eurovision entry. All <laughs> oh, right. Did you okay. see them? No. You've not seen them. I I can't even pronounce their name. And oh. I've been, I've been learning a bit of Icelandic as you know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um uh let me just try and find it. Um mate, it's brilliant. They, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I love this I love this group. Um you need to check them out. Uh Right, okay. I've got uh Eurovision yeah. 2021 Iceland entry. Dardi og Gagnamagn or something like that. Oh, right. Um, yeah, really fantastic. Uh, think about things. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the uh, official video Iceland. Right. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Um let me just play a little bit of it. Oh, please. That's the advert. Oh. Right. Can you hear that? No. Okay, hang on. I can't hear it. Got it. A little bit. We've been together for a decade now. <laughs> Still afraid I am loving you more. If I could do it all again, I'd probably do it all the same as before. <laughs> I don't want to go with a baby if I never had your love. I'm Hi, he's got low.
Wow. It's like Shalimar meets Rick Astley. That's it's really good. It's incredible, right? Yeah. But what you're not getting is what they look like and the <laughs> dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this oh, whole, like, Napoleon Dynamite vibe going on, right? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. With this sort of super low energy, but really brilliant <laughs> dance moves going on. <laughs> You've really got to check it out. You've really got to check it out. It's Daddy Organomabich or something. Um, <laughs> just look up Iceland Eurovision entry right. um, 2021. Yeah, okay. They've got other tunes as well. There's one where he's just like in his house and he does this song with the dance routine. It's just marvellous <laughs> stuff. <laughs> They've all got uniforms on, haven't they? Yeah, sorts. they've got, got like these kind, kind of, of yeah uniforms, and they've got a little eight-bit self-portrait on the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like how him they, and his wife and his sister, and I think they come oh. about fourth. Oh, wow, okay, not bad. Um, better, but, than, better than but so Kingdom. good, so yes. good. There's another oh. video. Let me try and just flag it up where the guy's just in his in his room. Yeah, a song called uh, "Where We Want to Be." Which is just him in his room, dancing and singing the song. The, song. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, the, the dance moves are just insanely good. They're sort of terribly bad, but brilliant. And there's one <laughs> point that during that video where it's just him in his room singing. He's doing this dance routine. And it gets to the point in the song, and he just sort of stops. And he's got this look on his face like, what am I doing? And then it carries <laughs> on again. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why am it's I doing so this? Good. It's so good. You know, I'm such a huge fan of Iceland and the Icelandic yes. people and everything about it. But yeah, these are my new heroes. <laughs> Honestly, it's fantastic. And there's another. Um, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a video where they're all in like someone's house and they're like doing a family talent show or something like that. And so he gets up and there's a few of the others and they start doing this song. And the family are just completely bamboozled by what's going on in their living room. <laughs> and by the end of it, there's like a hundred of them there somehow <laughs> doing this dance routine. But it's, just, it's just fantastic yeah, stuff. The I music's absolutely brilliant. It's just great pop music. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do recommend them highly. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, what, one other thing I needed to mention. Yes. We we spoke about end of watch ages ago. Do you remember that Jake Gyllenhaal? It's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. David Ayer who directed Suicide Squad that was awful. And um, so my friends Penny and Gary have been listening to the podcast and they oh. watched it and they were like, "We watched this classic movie." It's like, oh, okay. oh a good one. And they're like, "Yeah, we got a recommendation from you." Oh, amazing! So hi Gary, hi Penny. Yeah, hi guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. <laughs> Spreading the love. Yeah, yeah, six hundred and eighty downloads, mate. I tell you what, eh? it's really taking it's off, kicking off. Sponsors mm. need to jump in quick. Yeah, we're going to miss the boat. Oh, Could talking happen. of listeners, we've had a couple of uh, oh, have we? A couple of uh, contact messages. Ah, couple of. Yeah. Oh, blimey. So, we got asked a question by friend of the show, John O'Neill. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, as it's holiday time. Right. What is your longest ever road trip? 
Oh, okay. Oof. That's a big... I, I, oh, uh, what is my longest ever road trip? Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know about you, but I, I've... Is it? I suppose is it in distance or is it in, in time spent? Because yeah, because <laughs> our trip to the Lake District might be my amongst. Oh no! Oh, I'll tell you what. Mm. We we went on. Uh, we we used to have a caravan, right? Which is great for young kids. And, yeah. Um, one year we went to Scotland. Okay. And uh, we got to. We kind of travelled around a bit, stayed at a few different campsites, but ultimately ended up sort of in the shadow of Ben Nevis, and. Um, Amy and I went up and, and, and did that. And then uh, we drove back. And I think it, at some point we set off at sort of like eight in the morning or something like that because it was a long journey back to, well, it would have been, well, I don't know where we were living. Oh, we must have been living in Earl's Cone. So, um, and it got to lunchtime and I said to Kate, where are we? And she goes, we haven't left Scotland yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> So I think that's that's pro- that's probably because we also went to Ireland with the uh, with the caravan, and we've been to parts of of France as well. Okay. But I've always felt that felt like the longest road without interruption. Right. Yeah. Trip, as it were. Got you. So yeah. How about you? Uh, my longest uh, trip was seventeen and a half hours. Whoa. Of solid driving. What? Wow. Uh, for a gig in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bloody hell. Well, it was the other side of Berlin. It was sort of almost <coughs> almost Poland. Right, okay. About 30 miles from the border. Good grief. Yeah. That was uh, on a Friday. Left Dover about seven in the morning. Bloody hell. On the ferry, got to Calais and then drove for 17 and a half hours. <laughs> France, Belgium, Holland, and then right across Germany. <laughs> good, good. Wow, that is a hell of a drive. Yeah, to do a gig with the uh, the Alice Cooper tribute band <laughs> that we were in. Excellent. I hope they paid well. F- it was the first, no. no. Uh, I didn't make, I don't think I made any money out of it, but it was a good experience. Right. Well, cool. <laughs> it was mixed. I mean, the, dri- <laughs> the drive was a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had to stop every now and then for yeah. comfort breaks. Mm. Yes. Um, and, you know. It's like driving on the right, ham isn't it? Ham and really cheese sandwich, which Ooh, is like the okay. universal European snack yeah, snack absolutely. at the, at the uh, mm. services. Of choice, yeah. Uh, or the hot do- they did uh, hot dogs with tiny little bread rolls in Germany. You get this tiny little round roll with a massive long sausage. <laughs> Hanging out of his throat. <laughs> the bread, the bread's just a way of holding the sausage, really. Yeah. <laughs> just enough there so you can grip the, the, the bratwurst or whatever. That sounds rude. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, grip the bratwurst. So we got, we got all the way down there and um, we arrived at this, um, we were playing at this sort of uh, festival with um, right. uh, headlined by an ACDC tribute band, a German ACDC okay. tribute band called Bonn, who were brilliant. Right. Uh, and a, a tribute band to Social Distortion, who were like a sort of punk hardcore right. band that are massive over there. They're not so well known over here. Yeah. 
They do like um, the heavy music, don't they? The they Germans. They do, yeah. And it was a German yeah. motorcycle club that right, had organised okay. it. Whoa. So we we finally found ourselves at this place. weren't sure what to expect, and it was on the shores of a lake. And they built a massive stage, or in the process oh. of building it. Um, and there was a big uh, hotel on the edge of the lake, and that's where we. They said, "Oh yeah, you, you've all got rooms there. We all had our own rooms." And they had a big uh, barbecue going and free beer. Nice. So Whoa. we were tucking into the free beer and sausages and that. And these guys were really making us feel welcome. It was quite late when we got there on the Friday. Yeah. Anyway, we went back to our rooms and crashed out. Fairly drunk by the end of the night. Yeah, It was a late night. And um, anyway, woke up the next morning, which was the day of the gig. And uh, we were due to play... Um, in the middle slot, so it, I think we had, it was probably would have been around sort of five six o'clock in the evening, right? So we'd start in daylight, and then the sun would set during our set, and we'd finish by the time the the sun had gone down, which is a right. nice spot to yeah. to do an outdoor gig because it's yeah. dark by the end and all the lights are cool. And yeah. So it was a nice, it was good vibes. But um, I woke up and had some problems. I clearly got food poisoning from these <laughs> sausages the night before. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and just couldn't stop going to the loo. Oh, no. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent the whole day just trying to deal with this problem. One of the bikers the went the out and got me some, like, Imodium-type yeah. tablets okay. from mm. a, a local drugstore and come back, and I was cramming them down my neck. But I was just so scared. Was I going to be able to make it through the gig? Yeah. Too like right. in front of like 5,000 people on this massive oh. stage in my leather trousers. Because <laughs> we all had to dress up, right? Yeah, of course. For that gig. It's a light you've, Cooper. Got, you've got Alice yeah. Cooper, so you've got to look like his band. So we all yeah. had costume and stuff. Hmm. And I had these, these heavy leather trousers that I'd wear. And I thought, this is going to be horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> This could be awful. <laughs> Doesn't bear thinking it's about. A, you know, it's an hour 45 set that we play. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get through. <laughs> and I've not been able to go 20 minutes <laughs> all day long. So I literally ate half a pack of these tablets and just thought, I just really hope this works. And uh, luckily it did. But I hadn't eaten all day because I was too scared to. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want um, to exacerbate the situation, do you? Yeah, so I so by the time and it was one of the most exhilarating gigs we've ever played, I've ever played in my career. It was thousands mm. of people just going crazy. You yeah. know, I had that whole thing uh, where I I walked out onto stage because we had this big intro spooky music that used to play as we came on stage, mm. loads of dry ice and everything. And the first song we used to play is "Welcome <laughs> to My Nightmare." And so cool. very much like Alice's show is very theatrical, sort of pantomime yeah. We'd all have masks on, different sort of horror masks, and we'd come out through the dry ice. <laughs> yeah? yeah, so I've got this sort of vampire mask thing over my head, <laughs> and it covers over my ears, so I'm kind of, my hearing's quite muffled. So I walk out onto the, and I just thought, right, I'm just going to try something. Because when we went backstage to get ready, there weren't many people in front of the stage at all. Everybody yeah. was right at the back near where all the bars and stuff were. Yeah. So we thought, oh, I hope people come down for when mm. we come on. I stepped out on stage and literally there's a sea of people from the front of Whoa. the stage all the way back, just like nice. you see at a big festival. Yeah. And um, the beat starts up 
leading into the intro music. So I just thought, let's do it. So I just walked to the front of the stage and put my arms above my head and just started clapping like that. Yeah. And th thousands of people all started doing it too. It was wow. just the most incredible Wonderful. thing. Yeah. And uh, and all I could hear was my uh, uh, muffled screaming and shouting and the, and the backing track. But the main thing I could hear was my own breathing. So all I could hear was... <laughs> like that. <laughs> and all this screaming and shouting. And then um, I hit the first note on my bass and I could feel it through my feet. It was going through such a big PA system. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was just... Jesus. And I just thought, oh, fucking hell, this is going to be incredible. And it was. It was an amazing show. Oh man, fantastic. We had a, a dancer as part of the show who who right. at one point dresses up in this sort of um S&M sort of gear <laughs> and um with a scary mask and she's got a whip and she's attacking Alice and stuff with it. And she created this crazy Swedish girl and she climbed right up on top of the there's like a big uh scaffolding sort of arch over the stage right. with the roof. She found her way up onto the very top. Oh my god! And was stood on the roof of this massive outdoor stage doing her whip dance. People were going absolutely nuts. I didn't realise she'd done it until I realised everyone was looking up. <laughs> so I look up, and and there she is on the roof. Unbelievable! Um, but it was a crazy, crazy gig. It was so good. And, wow. um, but yeah, by the end of it, I was so exhausted. Because I always threw, you know, it was a very physical show and I'd be leaping yeah. around and... And you've got leather pants on. Head banging yeah. like crazy, yeah, in these heavy leather, pa leather pants. And um, sweating and sweating and sweating. It was summer yeah. as well. And um, already dehydrated, already, yeah. you know, no food in me. I'd, and I, I nearly passed out. As soon as the show finished and we're trying to walk down these sketchy steps at the side of the stage, <laughs> I thought, I'm going to go. Because we had to drag all our stuff off real quick. All right, ready for, for ready yeah. for the ACDC band to go on. So, you know, we didn't have our own crew or anything like that. So I'm no. trying to carry this massive cabinet down the stairs, oh, just feeling I'm going to pass out in a minute. I just mm. thought this could be it. I'm just going to topple off the side of the stage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I just collapsed in the sand once I got to the bottom of these stairs, and that was it. I got woke up about 20 minutes later. I think people, were, where's John? <laughs> Oh, he's <laughs> face down in some sand over there. Yeah, just, just oh, don't mind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, he always does that. We better get him some food. <laughs> <laughs> no more breakfast. Yeah. So, and then the next day, I had to drive all the way back. Bloody hell. Wow. Yeah, so that was another 17 and a half hours all the way home. That's quite a trek, isn't it, for yeah. one gig? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, and then I'm back at work. Like I think we got back at sort of two in the morning on the Monday morning. Yeah. You know, Sunday night, Monday morning. And oh I was back at work God. the next day. And I remember I fell asleep at my desk. <laughs> so when I had an I'm office surprised. job. I fell asleep at my desk. They sent me home <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> they said, we don't know what you've been up to this weekend, but you better go home. You look really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're putting off yeah. everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <Just> like <laughs> drooling all over my desk. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. But um, oh. yeah, that was quite the road trip. So that would be my my one. Yeah, that's the furthest yeah. One. And it was the first time I'd driven in Europe as well. Yeah, so that's just so I had to deal with all that as well, being on, on the, the other right. side of the road and yeah. autobahns in Germany. We mm. there was a diversion. We had to come off the autobahn, right, mm. and then join it back onto it. Right. Oh, and great. you know they all drive at like a hundred mile an hour on those things. Yeah. Because there's no speed yeah. limit. Mm. 
And for some crazy reason, it was a T-junction. It wasn't a slip road to get back onto the autobahn. It was a T-junction. What? So I had to go from standing still yeah, to, to 100 mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. So you try and spot a gap. Mm. But you look at the gap and think, I've got time. Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> because the next yeah. thing you know, it's on top of you. Yeah. So I yeah. finally found a gap and just floored it, mm. screeched out of this turning, things roaring up behind me, oh. just absolutely driving as fast as I can. And immediately yeah. in front of me, it's all coned off. Oh, great. And so I'm like, whoa. And it's just sort of, no, <laughs> as soon as I put my foot down, I was trying to avoid this coned off lane. And it had been coned down to like two lanes. It was terrifying. Okay. We nearly got wiped yeah. out. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, it's, it's always, I don't know. It, when you have to, for, I, it's just a, such a strange thing for us Briti Brits to change the side of the road that we drive on. Yeah. And every time you get in the car, you've got to go, right, I'm driving on the right. Yeah. You know, yeah. remind yourself. Yeah. Because... It's, yeah, it's taxing, isn't it, as well? Yeah, it's and you're trying driving. to pull out and you've got to look over your left shoulder and across the car. That's right, yeah. Because we're, yeah. we're sat on the right-hand side. Mm. It doesn't so, really yeah, work, does it? it's really it? difficult. Yeah. But uh, Oh, yeah, and then we got a voicemail as well. Oh, right, cool. Um, okay, let's get that up and running. We're back into the world of Star Trek The Next Generation this week. Oh, are we? Yeah, okay. with a familiar voice. Oh. So, we flipped him over and uh, Harry became Harriet. Oh, hello. G'day there, electric shock boys. It's your old mate, Prince Boiner, from uh, the US of A. And I'm checking in with you. First of all, uh, g'day. Uh, first of all, no news about uh, Patrick Stewart, apart from somebody told us that he's living with some kind of cult on a farm somewhere. Would you believe that? No, I wouldn't, Jason Donovan. Kylie Minogue. Anyway, g'day. I want to tell you about um, this graphic novel I've been reading. It's, I think it's just been turned into a series on uh, Netflix. It's called Sweet Tooth. It's written and drawn by Jeff Lamar. Jason Donovan. And I'll tell you what, man is really good. It's about uh, the world. It's about the world. And uh, there's been this big illness. Loads of people, loads of people have died. And then when children are born, the new babies, the little babies, baby Jesus, g'day, Kylie Minogue. Um, that bloke from NXS, do you remember him? He was a kinky bastard, wasn't he? Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, all the new babies, the little babies that are born, they're a kind of hybrid. They're a mix of uh, human beings 
and animals. And this particular one, Sweet Tooth, he's like half human and half deer. He looks a bit like Bambi. And um, yeah, so he lives with his, uh, his daddy in this uh, remote hut in uh, uh, mid America, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, ask me. Anyway, so he lives there. His dad dies. What a prick. And um, so he doesn't know what to do. He's never been in the outside world before by himself. So, um, yeah, so uh, eventually uh, this bloke turns up. He's called the big bloke or the big man or something like that. And um, he he takes him away. He says he's going to take him to some animal paradise, but he doesn't because he's a bastard. Um, but uh, I've read the first volume. There's currently a sale on that comicsology. Did you get that? Um, did you? Uh, yeah, sponsor from comicsology. I think you should. We've mentioned Comixology quite a lot on this program, haven't we? But it's in a sale at the moment. I bought the whole bloody lot after reading the first volume because it's bloody good. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, I've also been watching with the missus uh, on Netflix. Uh, God blimey, look at that. Put a prawn on a barbie. Bloody Kylie Minogue's walking up there. Look at her. Oh, yes, she's still looking great. Um, we're watching on Netflix The Kaminsky Method. God bloody hell, it's bloody great, it is. It's, it's like watching, it's like wearing a comfy pair of socks. It's uh, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. Michael Douglas is a kind of almost actor, but he didn't make it. So he becomes. Uh, a teacher, he becomes like he teaches people acting, and Alan Arkin is his uh, agent, and it's about their friendship, and it's really good. I like it, and um, also, uh, yeah, that's good. Um, now I want to tell you about this uh, film that I'm doing. Uh, it's basically, I play this little yellow bird and I'm the little yellow bird and I'm with one of the old Star Trek genera next generation people. But anyway, we, um, we're private detectives in the financial district of London. God blimey. Who would have thought it, eh? And, um, yeah, so we do our private detecting in the financial district of London. I play this little yellow bird, and um, Michael Dawn plays my uh, guardian, and, yeah, it's it's called Canary Wharf. Uh, do you, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that's got legs, do you? Anyway, I've got to go home now. I've got to feed my hedgehog. I've got a pet hedgehog. It's called Sp uh, Brent Spinier. <laughs> Do you get that? 
Brent Spinier because he's spiny for a hedgehog? No? Okay, well, suit your bloody self. Anyway, I'm going now. Um, I can 4X and Castle Main Extra. Oh, I will talk to you later. G'day, Poms. You big colour. What are you fucking doing, man? That's Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan and some other bint from Neighbours. Oh, look at them. Oh, good boy. <laughs> Canary Wharf. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> After blind data, there had to be a follow-up, I guess. <laughs> oh, He's nuts, isn't he? Oh. Well, so Pat, so Pat's joined a cult, which sounds very interesting. That sounds so, a, I mean, a little bit alarming. Mm, be, actually, be really interesting to hear what he's up to now, wouldn't it? It would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hope he's okay. Uh, yeah, same here. Now. You've watched the first few episodes of Sweet Teeth, I've you? watched the first two. Yeah, I have, right. yeah. Is it, it is it The Whole Lot's Out on Netflix? The Whole Lot's it? Out, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I think there's ten episodes. Right, okay. Um, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, I really, really liked it a lot. Um, cool. I also did pick up the three omnibuses on Comixology. Sponsor yeah. us, Comixology. Yeah, we're... We love you. They're currently doing uh, the collected. There's three like omnibus ones which collect the whole thing. I think there's a total of 49 issues. Good grief! Wow. Um, so you get, you know, I think the first 12, and then the next 13, and then the last lot, I think, in the three omnibuses. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I got those, which are also brilliant. Mm. Uh, I read the first volume. Wow. Uh, but I've decided that because it got to a point where it's like, oh, there's a couple of big sort of twisty bits. Right. Okay. And I thought, OK, I'm not going to go any further with the comic. Mm. I'm going to watch the rest of the show. Yeah. And then I'm going to read the comic because I didn't. Because yeah. I, oh, I don't know how much of a spoiler that is for the TV show. They have yeah. changed things a little bit for the TV show. OK. Um, there's a lot more about. Uh, establishing his relationship with his dad and stuff at the beginning. Then okay. They, they skip over that bit of the story mm. quite quick in the comic book. Okay. Um, but there's some lovely stuff in the show about that. Most of the first episode, really. Mm. Um, it's very nicely made. Great right. performances. Um, yeah. Great world building. It's. Yeah. I, I think it's really, really good. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to watching the rest. It feels a cut above most of the recent right. stuff okay um, good. There's, a, there's a feel of real, something really really good about it to me yeah um so i'm very much looking forward to watching the rest of them but yeah highly mm -hmm. recommend at least okay. so far um uh sweet tooth yeah oh good right yeah, you should cool. definitely i think you're gonna like it yeah that uh, just sounds like the sort of thing i like yeah, yeah yeah it's right up your street i think mate mm. cool excellent so, yeah. And then Steve mentioned that I've heard of the Kaminsky. So method. have I. I've heard. I've only heard good heard things about it. it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. I think um, it, once again, our friends, Heroes of Noise, Dan and Steve, uh, talked about it on their show. Oh, have they? Yeah, and I think yeah. they liked it a lot as well. I don't know what it is about Alan Alder. 
Alan Alda? No, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Isn't it? Mm. It's Alan Arkin, isn't it? Mm. I used to, it's weird, Alan Arkin used to appear in my dreams quite frequently. Oh, wow. I don't know why. I don't know who, I don't, but he, for some reason, he always seemed to be a character. Okay. I, it's very, really odd. So I feel, I don't know why, I feel like I've got a connection with the guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows me. No, it's odd, isn't unless, it? Uh, unless I've appeared in his dreams, which I don't know. In, in the same it's way, weird. I mean, Brent mentioned Jason Donovan a few times. I've yeah. got an unreasonable dislike of Jason Donovan because he appeared Have in you? one of my dreams once. Oh, okay. And was really horrible. Oh, right. Yeah. We were yeah he's not known for that, is he? He's meant to be quite a nice bloke. We were sitting in Macari's on Ladywell. Oh, yeah. Another local reference there for you. <laughs> Enjoying a coffee, and then um, and then he turns up and starts acting like a dick. Oh, really? Just spot the whole thing. I was like, oh, I don't like you. So I've got an unreasonable uh, dislike of him now. I'm sure he's a lovely fella. Yeah, I don't think Arkin, Alan Arkin, ever played anyone bad in my dreams. Okay. Generally, he was kind of a. I, I, I don't know what I must have seen him in something where he's kind of like an everyman character who's sort of journeying through something and I think that's kind of where he always figures somehow hmm. it's very odd hey who knew yeah hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's I a mean, weird I, I, person to have though isn't it I, well it is isn't it is he in like a favorite movie or something of yours or no not that I'm aware of I'm actually trying to think what I what it is I would have seen him in yeah that that would steer me down that road um, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look at back at his his filmology to see what it was that I saw him in. Yeah, it's odd. Is he in Catch Twenty Two, the original film? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure he is. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's made a lot of stuff now, hasn't he? Mm. Oh, I think what is interesting on IMDb at the moment is there's a few films coming up that look proper good sci-fi. As in, there's that Hugh Jackman film, Reminiscence, okay. which looks very interesting. Right. That's out. But it's kind of got a bit 18th of August. Um, got a bit of the kind of, not quite how to describe it, touch of, well, kind of Nolan-esque, I suppose you might say. Because it's, it's, it's set in a sort of, it seems to be set in a future world where everything's flooded. And then, um, not a great fan of Mark Wahlberg, but he's got a film called Infinite coming out. Okay. Again, the advert's on IMDb. And actually, it doesn't even say when it's coming out on IMDb, which is always disappointing. Um, but it seems to be uh, kind of, actually, maybe going back a bit to the Eternals, um, someone who's lived a lot of lives. Okay. So they've got a kind of infinite thing going on, oh. which um, sounds like they might be quite good. Cool. I didn't know about either of those. I have to check them yeah. out. Yeah, it's, uh, they look interesting. That's what it's really. We get you go away for a week and then you go get back and you go on IMDb to just catch up and you're like, oh, I've never even heard of these films. <laughs> yeah. So um, I like Hugh Jackman. I think he's. I, I I kind of feel he he needs to establish himself. Uh, establish himself. He's a really famous actor, isn't he? Well, you know, he wants to try <laughs> yeah. a bit harder, doesn't he? Yeah. He hasn't made enough money being Wolverine and the Greatest Showman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's nice to see him in something else, you know what I mean? Something yeah. a bit more... Well, Actually, wasn't did he, you wasn't see he him in The Prestige? That? 
was the Prestige Hugh, Hugh Jackman? He was good at that, wasn't he? I, I, don't, that I haven't seen prestige. it. You've not seen the Prestige? I know, crazy. It's another one of them yeah. silly oh. ones. Why haven't I yeah. seen them? Yeah. Oh, you like I literally that. had the DVD for like ten years, sat on my shelf, and never <laughs> ever got around to watching it. <laughs> he was. I like that um, robot boxing movie that he did. Oh yeah. Did you yeah, watch with that? Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's I really quite enjoyed good, that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Why was that so good? But that real was just steel, a great was it? film. Real, yes, yeah, real yeah, steel. Yeah, yeah, that was a good little movie. Yeah. That was a good movie, yeah. And Logan, obviously, was just talk, going back to serious sort of superhero yeah. films. That's how you do yeah. a serious superhero movie. That is My how you God. do it. Yeah. That was a yeah. brilliant, brilliant film. I, I, You know what? I keep wanting to watch that again because mm. I really enjoyed it at the cinema. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen it two, three times, I think. Great film. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Just Hello? yeah. Someone at the door, mate. Someone's at the door. Dog's not barking yet. Right. So we I covered everything then? I, I think, think we have. We've covered we the have. list and, yeah. and more. Yeah. So thanks again for people to get in getting in touch. Thanks, John, for your question. Yeah. As always. Thanks, and John. uh thanks Brent Spiner for, for another great bit of voicemail. Canary Wharf. I definitely. Brent, that's got legs. Brent Spiner. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, obviously, feel free to contact us. It's always lovely to hear from people that are listening to the show. If you've got any suggestions for things for us to watch or check out or read or listen to. If yeah. you've followed any of our recommendations and want to give us some feedback on just how wrong we were about it. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to contact us at ooelectricshock at mail.com 680 downloads can't be wrong can't be wrong quality all the way <laughs> so we say bye everyone bye everyone let's wave we I'm waving we're waving bye bye goodbye see you mate <laughs> see you mate take care <laughs> Uh, so yeah maybe catch you in a few days maybe Thursday or Friday yeah. we can talk about Loki yes and my first trip back to the cinema to see oh, A Quiet Place 2 I'm just trying to think if I could get to see it see if you can squeeze it in mate well. see if you can squeeze it in there might be a way okay. I'm, 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 I was listening to Komodo Mayo and they interviewed drunk John Krasinski okay who I just think is one of the nicest men in the world. It does seem he? seem like a very nice chap, oh, doesn't he? What a, what a good chap. And mm. uh, yeah, it just makes you want to watch his films, you know? Yeah. Just so, um, so yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be me on Thursday going to watch that. So it'll be okay. a good week this week. Loki yeah. Wednesday, that Thursday, and then chatting on Friday, probably. Okay. Friday, you're on. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Excellent. We've got to record the other bit now. Yeah. <laughs> I find the time travel thing weird. Yeah. It is a bit odd, isn't it?
It's like the generation game. We've got to remember everything that we've talked about. <laughs> it's exactly like, yeah. <laughs> Tea's made? Oh, no, we didn't talk oh, about yeah. that. Fondue C- set? Cuddly toy. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's be professional. Here we go. I can't believe the 16. 16 episodes, 16 lovely chats. Perfect. That's good, stuff, isn't it, mate? It? That's like what? That's, That's nearly four months. Yeah, it is. Four months of casting on the pod. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Grizzled Grizz- veterans. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just plays more and more to the masterclass side of things, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The inevitable yeah. quest. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've had feedback telling us that we're very professional. Mm. You know, they can't be wrong, can they? Can't, no, they definitely can't, can't they? be wrong. No. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, all right, mate. Have well, mate, I'll see you later this week. Yes. For the big stretch. Yeah. I went for a run this morning. I ran. 13.65 miles. Flipping heck, mate. That's and amazing. bloody kill me. It's well really done. out there as well. That's yeah. brilliant, mate. Well, I don't think I could yeah. do one. Well, although it's a nice day for it, to be fair. Although I'm it's now the lightest I've been in probably about 20 years. I was going to say, there's not much of you now, is there? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm slimming down, definitely. Yeah. Enjoy the show.